Date issued, February 7, 2022 2 p.m. ET Summary of Terrorism Threat to the U.S. Homeland Source, https colon slash slash www.dhs.gov slash this slash advisory slash National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin February 07, 2022 Quote The United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories, and other forms of mis-dis and malinformation, MDM, introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. These threat actors seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. Mass casualty attacks and other acts of targeted violence conducted by lone offenders and small groups acting in furtherance of ideological beliefs and or personal grievances pose an ongoing threat to the nation. While the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of the following factors has increased the volatility, unpredictability, and complexity of the threat environment. 1. The proliferation of false or misleading narratives, which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. 2. Continued calls for violence directed at U.S. critical infrastructure, soft targets and mass gatherings, faith-based institutions, such as churches, synagogues and mosques, institutions of higher education, racial and religious minorities, government facilities and personnel, including law enforcement and the military, the media, and perceived ideological opponents, and, three, calls by foreign terrorist organizations for attacks on the United States based on recent events. End quote. I do need some clarification of point one. If I'm speaking privately to a neighbor, as opposed to publicly on social media for example in question a current or past election is that considered undermining public trust in our institutions? Let's suppose the roles are reversed and my neighbor, for example, is speaking to me and questions the same, do I have an obligation to report this neighbor to local or federal authorities as a possible domestic terrorist threat? What if I ask as any person because I know them well enough that I don't consider the person a threat at all? Should I trust my own judgment or go ahead and contact the authorities anyway? You see I know people who question the election of Donald Trump believing he was an agent of Putin disinformation. I always knew they were wrong but I didn't necessarily consider them a domestic terrorist either. This leads me to my next question. What if the media such as cable news or social media such as Twitter are putting out information we now know was false? The Russia collusion story about Donald Trump would be a good example. This could easily incite violence by people who still believe Trump was an agent of Russia. Some people in Congress were also widely spreading this disinformation. Adam Schiff comes to mind. I think he is still promoting the disinformation and there are people who could be incited to violence based on that false information. Would the DHS statement include cable news, social media or members of Congress? Honest to God sir to this day I come across people on social media who were so absolutely convinced by the media especially, the Democrats, Schiff and others that Trump was an agent of Putin slash Russia that they can't be convinced otherwise even in the face of clear evidence to the contrary. It's fine with me if even evidence cannot convince them as long as it does not incite violence but are we sure it didn't? I do know one narrative that led directly to violence by Antifa slash BLM that was perpetrated by Democrats, media and some in Congress, and that is the narrative that even if Trump lost the election he would refuse to leave office. They were entitled to their opinion, promoted by the media and Democrats, 
That prey Trump was a tyrant but they used that allegation as part of the narrative he would refuse to leave office. Of course, anything is possible with anyone and we have no way of knowing what people will do in the future but, but this is a narrative that led directly to violence. The role of journalism is to question government institutions and unfortunately sometimes when they raise questions they cause the general public to mistrust those government institutions. However, that doesn't necessarily lead to violence. I'm not saying it can't but as a rule it doesn't. Let's suppose Donald Trump is elected president in 2024. Does the DHS statement still apply when he is president? The reason I'm asking is because there was a lot of violence when he was elected in 2016 due to disinformation spread by a lot of people. In fact, there was even more violence in 2020 due to misinformation spread about President Trump by the Democrat Party, the media and other that are considered left-wing organizations. I'll certainly be more cautious here about the information I share with readers. I rarely talk about COVID anyway because I am not a medical doctor, not even close. All I ever suggest to people is speaking with their trusted family doctor and I will always say that. I do talk about the 2020 election a lot because it's a blog and if I think it then I say it. I've also made it very clear that I did not attend the Jan 6 rally. In fact I have never been to D.C. It's not so much I'd never want to visit our capital but the truth is I've never had the opportunity and now I'm not in good enough health to travel anywhere. I've watched every Trump rally live online but again I have never been to a Trump rally in person for the same reason that I never travel. You can be sure I would never incite violence against law enforcement or our military. I was horrified by BLM and Antifa and their brazen violence against law enforcement. I would never advocate for violence period. However, there's been plenty of times I've questioned government institutions. I'll certainly be more self-aware in the future. I would not want to be considered a domestic terrorist nor incite anyone else to act out against our government institutions with violence. Could DHS possibly spell out what they consider false and misleading narratives? As I read it I took it to mean any narrative that would sow discord or mistrust in government. What about the people who actually work in these institutions? Suppose there is a legitimate whistleblower? What if they question the activities in the institution they work for? Would that be considered domestic terrorism? So you see I am willing to comply with DHS and law enforcement but I also think clarification would be helpful so we can be sure we don't ask questions or share information that could be misconstrued. As noted I stay away from the topic of COVID as much as possible. It's way out of my realm and people can make up their own minds in consultation with their own family doctor but short of resorting to recipes, weather and music a blog is usually focused on analysis of information. My interest is politics and I did support Prey Trump in 2016-2020 and am supporting him for 2024. I don't want to spread any disinformation. If I did I would never get people to read my blog. I certainly don't want to do anything that might incite even one person to violence. You have to know that no matter how innocent what you say is, there is always the chance that someone prone to violence will use any excuse. I'm not being facetious here when I say I oppose violence. I abhor it. There's nothing good about inflicting pain and suffering on another human being. Do I believe in self-defense? Absolutely. I am not in favor of having violence inflicted on myself or my family. I've been fortunate enough not have ever had to resort to violence to protect myself or family. Not everyone lives free from fear. All I can guarantee you is that my blog never promotes, encourages or so much as hints at the use of violence. Please clarify what is meant by bullet point no one. I put it in italics that we could use some guidance. 
we also have to be careful not to step on the right to freedom of speech or press. We certainly can't control what people think, right? Impossible. What about the false narrative that Jan 6 at the Capitol building was an insurrection when it was clearly a riot, if anything? The idea that it was an insurrection could provoke certain people to crazy behavior, couldn't it? I can be as careful as possible, but I'm not responsible for every loon out there who might resort to criminal behavior with or without my blog.